Hello and welcome back to the Talking Prem podcast. This is episode 19. Booth is waving at the camera. Wave back to him, everyone that's listening right now, wherever you are in your cars, at home, in the public. Uh, boys, wave! Wave! Fuck you, you nonce. Welcome back. Stop waving. So, Learn your lesson. Shut up. So, yeah. Team star looking cunt. I'm not even on camera. <laughs> Booth's back. Hell as you can all hear. Nugget is here again. Welcome back. Always, Booth. Man, always. Um, Hello, your mother bitches. That's not very nice. My mother listens to this show. I love you, T-Tronic. Shout out, Tracy, loyal listener. One of our few female listeners. I think our only one because none of our girlfriends support us. So, um, yeah, um, Very true. Very yeah. true. Massive week in the Premier League. Uh, um, girlfriend, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just held his hand up to the camera, guys, for those watching at home or not. Um, massive week. This isn't the show, Jamie. This I, isn't the come, show. No one watches. I come to this show actually with some positiveness about my club. I feel like we're in a good situation right now. Some good news happened over the last 24 hours. We had a pretty good game against the defending champions. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. Um, there was heaps of Champions League results and Europa League games that go through some big upsets for an English, one English team in particular. You know who you are. Fuck you because you cost me some money. Um, other than that, massive week, massive news in the Scottish Premiership. We've got a Berry FC update, including a player who is absolutely on fire at the moment, and we would love to have him on the show to talk about how he is outscoring Erling Haaland at the moment in world football. Um, but I guess we'll start with the Premier League results because, I mean, we are the Talking Prem podcast. So, And just to put it out there, if you listen to last week's tip show, I'm a genius. Nugget, mate. I mean, the only like, tip I've got for you at the moment is <laughs> close your mouth or it'll have a fucking tip in it, mate. I mean, you're good right. last week. Dude. That's all right, mate. You're all tips, so it doesn't matter. I only got to listen to yeah. that. I only got to suffer for about <laughs> half an inch and then I'm fine. One inch. No gag a one-inch punisher, baby. <laughs> all right. Um, so first game last week, Aston Villa and Leeds. Um, definitely didn't see this one going the way it did. Leeds 3-0. I think the highlight of the game was Jack Grealish's amazing run that just didn't get a goal for um, Villa, but huge result for Leeds. Just shows how. Hey, you know, are you not going to talk about the highlight of Bamford getting a hat trick? Is that just not non existent? Uh, you know, I'd prefer it be Rodrigo. Like, to be fair, I think Rodrigo. Yeah, where'd Rodrigo? Where's Rodrigo? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Bamford has sort of come along as a striker that no one expected him to be, but I guess under that system with Bielsa, it's just. Plug and he's, play, baby. Like, shutting oh, up all his critics. I'll give him that. Yeah. I was one of them at the start of the season. He's, yeah. Pretty good game. Fair play so to just lead. quietly, Jamie, you're not a very good critic because you've critiqued a lot of very good footballers recently. Look, I'm <laughs> critiquing them into form. And I'm Next just thing, Johnny them. Lundstrom is going to win the Ballon, Ballon d'Or. No, not a fucking chance in hell. Not a fucking <laughs> chance in hell. That bloke. No, I don't know. No, I know. I'm 100% strange sure. time we live in. Strange time. Not that strange. It'll be fucking stranger things for that to happen. Um, so, yeah, massive result for Leeds. Aston Villa, bit of a drop-off from how good they've started the season, but I still think they're a pretty good team, and it really hurt to – just that hurt coming out of my mouth to say. So, uh, moving on, Booth, you'd be really happy about this one, managing to take a point against West Ham, one all. Um, didn't look good for you guys. Antonio, fucking what a... It was a fucking handball by Suchek. Fuck yeah. off. 
I, I don't man. understand. I don't understand how the rule is there can be no <laughs> handball in the direct build up to a goal, and then the bloody ref at halftime goes, "Ah, oh, well, that's not in the build up to the goal." Suchek handballs the ball, takes another touch, passes it, cross goal. How's that not in the build up? Kind of it's in not the directly up. involved, mate. It's not directly involved. If he doesn't make the handball, the ball goes to City, we clear it and counter. This isn't ice hockey. There is no secondary assist. It's not directly involved in the lead-up. Shut up. That is literally the lead-up of the goal. No, it's not. It's the lead-up to the assist of the lead-up to the goal. So shut your mouth. You had a point against West Ham. I, th- I feel like that was, I think, what, what do they call it on the Peter Crouch podcast? The key role player in the goal. I think Suchek was the key role player in the goal to chase down that ball and get that pass back in for the cross. That's your key moment of the assist. So, uh, Jimmy like, yeah. he says that's a goal. Shut up. Move on. I, I like, boo, I'm with you, Boo. You both clowns. Well, what's the point in having this handball <laughs> rule and having VAR if, you, if it only gets enforced for uh, certain instances? So you're telling me that I can handball the ball in my goal, ref doesn't see it, but I kick it up to the winger, the winger crosses it in, we score. It's not a handball on VAR though because, ah, no, not in the lead up to the goal. Sorry, guys. You're saying the bloke's arm was well away from his body and he just slapped it in front of him. I mean, it kind of was. Like He's made himself small. His arm's out here. It's still hitting it next to him. It was next I mean, to his fucking hip. It doesn't matter if he makes him still small. Hey, They've changed the rule completely. Like any touch of the hand. It, I, I'm just saying. Look at you know, in the Crystal Palace Brighton game, I think it was the penalty that went for Brighton. You know, what can you say? His arm wasn't next to his body, was it? But it was still a penalty. But you would have been nice. You're only bad because it happened against you. If it was for you, you no, wouldn't give a shit. I have openly stated that this handball rule is a joke. You can go back and yeah, we've all openly stated it. Yeah, I don't think anyone so thinks it's what good. Is the no one's disagreeing. Having, what's the point of having this joke rule if it doesn't get enforced then, huh? It's, good, it's still the greyness. Like, no one actually knows what the fucking rule is. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'm with you, man. It was a handball. The rule's been made black and white. Why? How is there still a grey area? How is there still a grey area if the rule has been paid black and white? It's still not black and white. Uh, just, I just, I've had enough of purely because of the referees, man. I, uh, but hey, Booth, put, Booth, are you, are you, or are you not choking on rage? Ooh. I'm choking on my own rage here. Uh, it's good to have City not doing great. Um, but hey, Phil Foden comes off the bench straight away, scores a goal, and it was the king of the match coming off the bench. So pretty. I mean, he's a, he's unbelievable. Fucking. Riyad Mahrez. Donkey. Get Phil Foden is the future. I, I want Foden on the left, Sterling on the right. I've said it oh. for a long time. Foden, for now at least, is a winger. I'd rather have Bernardo in the central midfielder midfield with KDB and then have the single, single pivot Rodri. Phil Foden, right now, the energy he brings, the tireless work rate off the ball, have him in left wing. He's that left-footed player. That's what we need. We need a left-footed player on the left, a right-footer on the right. Mares slows the game too much with these fucking stupid step-overs. 
good to see someone else having some rage about their own team because usually it's just me. I mean, I mean, it's only my team that gets these things going against it. But you know, it's good to have someone else going crazy. Um, I'm always angry, but my team's not in the Premier League, so we don't talk about it as much. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, we you, should we should have talk no more right on your own rage. Yes. <laughs> well, they got a good gaffer now, the, the old Forest, so they're going to come good. Um, next game, Crystal Palace away to Fulham. Crystal Palace getting the win, a nice early goal for Riederwald and. I, mean, I I feel like Tom Tom Kearney's goal kind of stole the show. Like it was what just a, a strike. Yeah, it's a consolation, but it's a it's a belting consolation. Yeah, that that's the type of goal you need fans, you know, to just be going crazy as you run around. I mean, t- down two 0 at the time and you know ninety fifth minute, but still amazing strike goal of the goal of the week in my mind. But um, yeah, Wilfred still, Zaha putting on a masterclass. Still not even the greatest goal scored by Fulham in the uh, Premier League. And that title is still held by a player the streets will never forget, Pajtim Kastami. The Kastami. Luke Kastami. looped in from the right back, over the shoulder, on the chest, volley, volley. back in the net. I mean, Take it as well, you like. I'm going to chuck in my favourite Fulham goal as well. We'll throw back to their last time in the Premier League. Jean-Michel <laughs> Seri, Thunderbolt. Yeah, on the first goal. day. The first day, yeah. First day, and he goes... Thank you very much. I'll put this in the bins. Uh, my favourite Fulham goal is, I think one, I think it was Scott Parker's second last goal for Fulham before he retired. Just picked it up about 30 yards out. Absolutely fucking belted it. Near post, top left. Keeper had Thunder no fucking chance. Baby. But that's, what's, that's what Scott Parker does. That's why I can't hate him because, you know, he was good yeah. for England. He was good for many clubs in the Premier League. <laughs> and, yeah, good to see him actually doing pretty good as a manager, although it kind of hurts my team's chances of survival. Uh, moving on to a game that I think we all expected to be a lot more entertaining than it was. Um, Chelsea a bit hard done by. Probably should have had a penalty in that first half. But, you know, good old Manchester United, if they're not winning penalties, they're getting them denied at the other end. And uh, nil or draw. They both sucked. They both sucked. <laughs> yeah. sucked. They were bad. They were they're bad. In, they're not solid defensive teams and they have amazing attacking options to have a nil or fucking draw is unbelievable. Although Mendy was in goals, so Mendy Mendy Chelsea. did have a really really good game. United had a well better chances. Uh, was that a penalty? 100%. Yes. Yeah. Shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> I will drink it was my beer. A penalty, but doesn't matter. At the end of the yeah. day, results the same. A fucking Burnley nil all draw. Mendy, well done. You probably a better bloke than Kepper. And I will admit, we do shit on that bloke a lot. Yep. But when he's got confidence, he's all right. He's all right. He is lacking confidence and a mature head. And Mendy comes through and goes, goalkeeping's easy. Watch me, little boy. Yeah. I mean, he was making a match of that game. I just wish they gave the boy Jamal Blackman a chance. That's racist. But that's not how Chelsea do it. No, right? they, no not with goalkeepers, especially. No, that's his last name, Jamal Blackman. Yeah. He's been there for a long time as well. So that's racist. It's because Jamal's yeah, a, you, a you saying that it's racist is racist. It's really showing your white privilege there, Jared. You never like guy named Jamal. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's stereotyping, mate. That's stereotyping. We won't stand for it. We're gonna have to Cancel. cut that out. I'm waiting. Cancel <laughs> Just as I'm getting Kate, my dream interview, you're canceling the show. Jesus Christ, I'm man. Fucking, you know what? I'm fucking telling K-pop. 
K-pop fans are coming for you. Booth, you're uh, a racist. Moving on. The views of Jared, Jared Stewart on the show are not endorsed by the Talking Print Podcast or any of its sponsors, of which we have none. Um, so therefore, we'll have, hey, what about <laughs> we'll the skin guys? Yeah, um, I'm going to do it again once he releases that 90s Premier League kit speed thing because at the moment there's only three on the website. So I feel like once he gets a bit more range up there, then we'll pump him a bit more out. Give me that so, fucking um, brother Man City pin, you pin bitch. Got to be there. It's got to be there. Can um, you not? Can you not call our potential sponsors a pin bitch, please? <laughs> yeah, that's probably not helping us. <laughs> um, moving on to the next game, um, Liverpool 2, Sheffield United 1. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty excited when um, we scored that penalty nice and early. Whether or not it was a penalty is a bit dubious, but hey, I'll take it. We need everything we can get. But goal then, goal, baby. Yeah, a rare Firmino goal at um, Anfield. I guess the fans really help him not mm-hmm. score goals. And I mean, Diego Jota, that header was just perfectly placed. How no one picked him up. Man on the pitch, win a header. Well, Billy Sharp does it, has done it for us for years, but I just don't understand Look, how you don't pick him up. Like it's like it's like when you're playing FIFA and the only bloke to score a header is Lorenzo Insigne. Every time, <laughs> all five foot fucking six of him. I will say this: I am confident because I genuinely think we outplayed Liverpool that entire game. Two. Defensive lapses, both goals were really defensive lapses, but we had better chances. Ollie McBurney couldn't score to save his life. It's about time we get done with that experiment and start putting Ollie Burke in more. But I mean, <laughs> Booth, you would the chances Ollie Burke had, you would have scored. I mean, I am clinical. Thank you. No, you're not. Shut up. Fuck I mean, you, I'm just saying, like, I mean, you get these the golden chances against the defending champions who are flimsy at the back. You have to fucking take them, like if, especially when you're supposed to be, you know, Scotland's number nine. You're the leading striker for them. Although Lyndon Dykes has taken that over massively, but the the the, the best chance he had, his first touch was horrible. Like he he's a left footed player, and his first touch off his left foot takes it all the way onto his right foot, where he has to panic and try get a left foot shot away. And you know, I try to be positive. We outplayed Liverpool. Don't at me, Liverpool fans. You know we did. We should have at least got a draw there because, I mean, that was just terrible defending for that fucking Thiago Jota goal. But, yeah, positive signs. At the end of the day, you didn't get a draw. You did play well. We had a loss. (laughs) And now Liverpool are really struggling for centre-backs as Van Dijk's replacement, Fabinho, is also injured. They also have a pretty good young, young defender coming on. So if he can play good... It doesn't really I'm affect pretty, them. Yeah, I hope. Like, I do feel a bit bad for Liverpool that they're having to play a bloke that was playing uh, non-league football last year uh, I, as their centre back. I put nothing eh. for them. No. I think we, I think we laughed about Van Dyke's injury on the show last week, Ruth. You weren't here, but I'm pretty sure she was having a good cackle when we mentioned it. So, <laughs> when that is podcast it's, it's pretty, it's pretty bad considering a sheer can't even you know get that high off the ground to get at least anywhere near Van Dyke's kneecaps, and in fact <laughs> the cat could fucking tear a sheer's ACL. The highest the sheer has ever been is when he fell down the stairs. That's the highest he's ever been off the ground. Yeah, and it was actually that loud that I heard it seven suburbs away. <laughs> I think we felt the aftershocks up here in Armadale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout uh, out to sheer, absolutely. Porridge. Um, yeah, absolutely, baby. Yeah, Moving on to what I think is the shock of the round. Southampton 2, Everton 0. 
a masterclass from Danny Ings in not not for goal scoring, but for assist. He was on fire. Um, I told you guys, man. Southampton aren't terrible. Like they'll get some big results this year. I think they're going to be a top ten team easily. And with Danny Ings, man, I said it from the start. Those high flying fullbacks, they're the exact type of play that you know thrives in the Premier League. If you can overload defenses with your attacking fullbacks, as long as you don't get hit in the counter, everything's going to be good. You know what I think it is, Jamie. You know why Southampton are playing some good football? Come up against bad goalkeepers and Pickford. No, and... no it's because their kits are good. Yeah, that's nah. it. I, I agree. You feel bad, good, you look good, good, play good. You look good, you feel good, you play good. Absolutely. That's the order I was supposed to say it in. <laughs> I'm a little bit tired tonight. <laughs> we'll go tired. We'll go tired. I, I, haven't sl- I haven't slept since 10 a.m. yesterday. I think I woke up for work and, um, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, next game. This was also a bit of an upset for me. Wolves won, Newcastle won. Right at the death, Newcastle stole, stole it away. And Jimenez's goal was a cracker for Wolves. But um, Newcastle doing Newcastle things, just jagging that result and helping helping Nugget to yet another correct score. Um, yeah. I feel like Wolves could have won 2-0, as I predicted. But, you know, that is what it is. Newcastle jagging a much-needed result because they are in the relegation dogfight with the likes of Sheffield United, West Bromwich Albion. And Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, points are valuable. They got one. We haven't. Neither, oh, United got a point, so that's pretty valuable for them. But, um, yeah, Jimenez, man of the match, cracking fucking goal. He is just something else as a striker. I'm glad he stayed, to be fair. Um, could use him at the moment. Could use him at Sheffield at the moment. Um, at least he would score the chances that Oli McBurney keeps getting, yet he still starts. Um, moving on, Leicester City won, Arsenal nil. It was a, you know, it was that type of game. <laughs> yeah, was... I think I picked nil all, and it almost could have been. But uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna ask you boys, I'm gonna ask you boys the question. Arsenal scored a goal early, but was denied by an offside. Was it an offside? Yes. Was did. <laughs> Was he, the Liverpool one offside? That's the question. He got called offside by the linesman for impeding the goalkeeper. But when you look back at it, he is about four feet away from Kasper Schmeichel. Mate, there's been so many of these impeding yeah. the goalkeeper. I always say it is the biggest bullshit rule ever because goalkeepers will just see someone in their line of sight or not even in their line of sight, but someone that he's just standing there, who's in an offside position, and they'll go, I don't have to even bother saving this. I'll just yeah. have a half-assed go at it and then go, hey, he was in my way. Yeah, big whinge about him being in a way. Every time the fucking refs will side with the keeper. I've even been pissed off when it happened against, it happened to City. Uh, Newcastle, check Teote, rest in peace, scored a banger, and does. we it- got off. For a fucking impeding the goalkeeper, bullshit. Was that Joe Harton goal? Yeah, yeah, but he he's was really sl- good at that. He's a yeah. massive, sl- but he was good at that, like that, that impeding sort of shit. He did that a lot, but um, I mean, hey, I'm kind of happy. Leicester City, Jamie Vardy continue to do amazing things. It just shows Brendan Rodgers is actually a really good coach because this Premier League season right now, I think there's five clubs that can win it, like maybe maybe six. We can call uh, Brendan Rodgers a good it. coach all you want, but we he, the, the drop's coming. 
the slump is coming. Well, he didn't have it at Celtic, all right. I think he, I think he figured out how to not get the team to slump because he won titles he at Celtic. It. He had it at Liverpool. And look, it's a different like, kettle of fish in the Scottish Premier League. I mean, it's a hard league. I, I mean, there's a, a, <laughs> one, one, maybe two teams a year could win it. Like, <laughs> tough, tough league, look, mate. Like, I'll, I will say, I called it in my uh, prediction for the season. That that top five is going to be separated by not many points at all. Yeah, you fucking did. Like, who who would have known? I mean, the teams that are in the top five at the moment probably weren't the teams that you were thinking of. But oh yeah, no. like, no, I mean it's it's crazy the way this season is panning out. But that result, I was good. Credit to Vardy. He's old, but he still knows how to score him, and that was a perfectly taken chance. You got to take. That's exactly what McBurney needs to do. You get that opportunity, you fucking take it. You bury it. But you know. It is what it is. Positive, Jamie. Fun. Stop going back on the negatives. So frustrating, man. <laughs> so fucking frustrating. Um, anyway, um, Brighton Hove Albion, West Bromwich Albion, Battle of the Albions. I mean, kind of what we expected, I guess. If she got this one right, the rest of us, we were torn between so who was going to win this game. But, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Matty Ryan with the man in the match performance. Good to see, but. I mean, you know, it's that type of game. So it's an entertaining game when a goalkeeper gets made in the match, but I don't know. Did West Bromwich Albion deserve to win? Just let one in. That's all we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like did did Brighton deserve a point when your goalkeeper's made in the match? Like, seriously, West Brom must have deserved something. Like, Yeah, they got something. They got a point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and in a relegation dogfight, as they are in, um, that's all important. The only team that isn't getting points right now is the Blades. And last game of the week, I picked this correctly. This is a classic Burnley game. If they're not going to win, if they're not going to draw, if they're not going to win 1-0, it's not going to be a nil or draw. It's going to be a 1-0 loss. And Tottenham delivered again with that combination that's unbeatable right now. Harry Kane to Song Hyun Min, 1-0 Tottenham in a classic Burnley game. If only there were fans there, they could have been falling asleep. Harry Kane uh, has eight assists this year, and Song Hyun Min has eight goals. But I think only seven are to Song Hyun Min. Yes, yeah, seven assists to Harry Kane to Son's goals. <laughs> Song Hyun Min has more goals than Arsenal. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a pretty good stat. I mean, there's a few other teams in there that I would say he has more goals than. Um, Take most that, notably. Arsenal. <laughs> I actually thought that was. He has more goals than Sheffield. I can name more that. Sheffield, more goals than Fulham. More goals than obviously Burnley. Um, yeah, just there, he is something else, man. There was a poll I saw today on Twitter. It was who would you if you could only have one, who would you take? Harry Kane or Song Hyun Min? Song. And I mean, I love Harry Kane for England, but yeah, I'd have to take Song. Like he's putting him away. Will like if Harry Kane stops giving him assists, will that continue? I mean, who knows? We'll never probably because know, Song's Song. good. Yeah, Sonny Boy's good. He got goal of the year last year because he can just do it by himself. So, and what that seventy meter um, run against West Ham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That amazing goal. Like, um, that's it for games for the Premier League. Um, top of the table, Everton at the moment. Liverpool equal points, followed by Villa, Leicester, Spurs, and Leeds round out the top six. In the relegation zone at the moment is Fulham on one point, Sheffield United on one point, Burnley on one point. Luckily for us, Fulham are minus nine. So that's positive for us. Um, 
Do you want to do a Barry update now, or should we get yep, straight? Yeah, absolutely. No, nah, Barry. Right. The more the right. we're gonna we're gonna go to the highs. This is uh this has been a really good week for uh good for one player, Barry. They've gone two and one in the three games that they've had since last show. A six-two thrashing of AFC Darwin, which I think we talked about last show. Um, Tommy Greaves with four goals to just show how much of a superstar he is. Highland. He also got a goal in the two-one loss to Prestwich Hayes. Um, credit where it's due. Prestwich Hayes were probably the better team for that game. Deserved the three points, and then <laughs> Greaves again three goals in their five-one win over Garstang. The guy's a superstar. He's going to end up getting fifty goals this season if he keeps going the way he's going. Because well, I think uh, that's I think that's what Adam said on the show talking about him as well. He goes, he's a, he score he's good at scoring goals in these leagues, and he's proven it. He works well with the gaffer in that system, and it's it's looking good for for the Shakers. He also gave the jersey from his four goal game to the club to auction off, you know, just sort of for extra funding. And I think it ended up. I think the last time I looked, it was over six hundred pounds for the jersey. Yeah, I would have lost to. I would have loved to have bid on it because that would have been great, but I'll take his next four goal. You, jersey, you don't have six hundred pounds, Jamie. I do. I, I have six hundred dollars. Will will your will enough? your girlfriend request the release that twelve hundred Australian dollars? Well, well, she doesn't know. It doesn't hurt. Huh? I mean, <laughs> she bought she bought like a shirt today. Like it's the same thing, <laughs> similar price. I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't think she bought a shirt with six hundred. Did she buy a? Did she buy a Gucci shirt by chance? No, just a shirt. Maybe Balenciaga. Be fair. Just a shirt from a local company up here called um, Ganda. Check them out. Great shirts. Um, but looking at the table for Barry, I have a Ganda shirt on at the moment. Massive. There, oh, there you go. Repping rep, rep rep a good small Aussie business out of Torquay. Um, but looking at the table, Barry on top. Love to see it. Nine points. Goal difference of plus eight. Three goal. Three wins. No draw. Uh, no draws and a loss. 15 goals, 4-7 against. Um, that's a beautiful record. And Greaves, I'm pretty sure, has at least 10 of those. Um, yeah, looking pretty good for Barry. Um, Going to stay in contact with um, Adam, who joined the show a couple of weeks back. Hopefully get um, Tommy Greaves to come on the show with us because that'll be great if he continues his goal-scoring forms. It'll be good to good to have him on the show, someone leading the table, leading the league for the, um, for the podcast team, Barry AFC. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited for my jersey and jumper to come because I have I'm mine pretty... ordered for the next delivery. Next, uh, booth, you got to jump on it, man. Membership, jerseys. We know you have a job now, all right? Only cost me a hundred. I get paid on Wednesday. You, you'll be having to be in the pre order. Well, then, that, um, well, then today's thing. Friday. No, you got paid next two days Wednesday. ago. Oh, you clam fortnight, fortnight, baby. Best system. It's the best system. Um, do we want to move on to the Champions League now? That's why we're doing the show yeah. on Friday, so yeah, we can squeeze everything the, in. I've got Booth. the Champions League results, baby. It's, yeah, it's, it's the, the what scores. league is she? What league is it, is she? Thank you, is she? Good to have you here, mate. We'll see you later. Um, Why? Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> stop waving at the camera. Shit. I'm just going to drop him out. There we go. Um, yeah, Booth, go through the scores. Some pretty big games. I was okay. Uh, Bayern versus Lokomotiv Moscow, two-one. Leon Goretzka is... and Joshua Kimmich with the goals. There for nice close game, but Bayern. I think that's nineteen wins consecutively in the Champions League. I think it is. Christ, 
Or 19 Bayern. unbeaten at least. Fuck it. Uh, it's an unreal stat. Yeah. For a Champions League like stat, like that's that's insane. Like they Bayern's are a double. They are unreal. No, nah, I'm going on City. City's going to win it. Uh, Shakhtar nil, Inter Milan nil. Yeah, surprised by this one. Expected Lukaku to Shakhtar, at least pop up with a goal. Shakhtar top of the top of the groups, I think. Yeah, they have, yeah. haven't dropped a point, so go on. Oh, haven't lost the game. They've dropped points, but haven't lost the game, so. Mate, I think they're equal uh, points with Inter Milan, but. No, Milan yeah. had a draw last week. Yeah. Oh, so no, they're two draws. Draw. I thought they won last week. Nope. We yeah. discussed on the show. I'm just a bit tired. Uh, Marseille nil, Manchester City three. Uh, Ferran Torres looking very good up front. I like yeah. it. You guys looked good up front in general. That front three looked really, really, really slick. Yeah. So oh, hopefully it uh, it looks a lot the same. Yeah, continue that form. Yeah. Bring it home. Um, Shut up. Liverpool to uh, Midland nil. And yeah, yeah, that's the uh, that's the game. Fabinho goes down injured. So yeah, they lose another centre back. Love um, to see. Yeah. Hate to see it. Bro. Hate to see it. Really not. She'll be laughing. Don't don't say that with a smile on go. your face, Jamie. Oh, she is laughing right now. I can see him. Yeah, Just absolutely. <laughs> uh, Brisha munching Gladbach to Real Madrid to. Madrid still dropping points in the Champions League. What's going had, on with Zidane? Had to come from behind too, man. Like they yeah. were lucky to get back in it. <laughs> and there's problems in the dressing room, man. Um, ben yeah. Zemmer, Ben's not, not a happy good with Yeah, doesn't seem like a yeah. team player. Although he's telling other team players that this guy's not a team player. You know, he's not here for the team. It, no, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's telling other people he's playing for the other team. Well, it, it actually, what came out at the, the interview or the, the recording – that was in French between him and Ferland Mendy during the um, during the halftime interval about not playing Vinicius the ball in the second half. Ferland Mendy played the ball to Vinicius three times. Wow! Well, and considering you player. both play on the left, like you generally only <laughs> have two options as a left back: it's your left winger or your centre back. Oh, you centre mid. Sometimes, yeah, you can hit your centre. That's why I said generally. Yeah, um, trouble, yeah, trouble in Madrid. Although they did trouble have a big Paradise. classic win, so. Yeah. That was huge um, for them. We have Atletico Madrid 3, RB Salzburg 2. Pretty Ooh. close to comfort there. For Pretty entertaining game. Normally defensively sound Atletico Madrid. They're, they're the Champagne Burnley. You, you can't like really, you, you can't call them defensively sound. They lost four 0 to Bayern last week. Yeah, uh, it, it, <laughs> they're Burnley a, with money. Is a joke. You're a joke. They're Burnley with money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sh- champagne, champagne. Burn like like Rodri is a champagne. Tom Huddleston. <laughs> uh, Porto two, Olympiacos two. Who saw that coming? Huh? Shocked. Yeah. I mean, Olympiacos aren't terrible. So. Although I was shocked to see Atlanta have a two-all draw with Ajax. Yeah, I kind of thought Atlanta was going to just steamroll through this one. That was pretty disappointing. But I still like them. They still looked good. So. Yeah, they still Ajax? Look good. I mean, Ajax, Ajax coming off a massive 13-0 win. Yeah, so they're in, in the In the Eredivisie. Just a small, close, close one there. Closer. They yeah. scored nine second-half goals. Nine. Count them nine. 
See, that's it. It was a blowout in the end. It was close early. It just blew him out in the end. Fitness was the winner. (laughs) I think think Ajax was the winner. They scored 13 times. Venlo scored nil. Hey, in the wise words of Jimmy Bullard, football is always the the real winner. Football is the real winner. Shout out to the Bulldog. Uh, Chelsea slapping the old Kuban Krasnodar 4-0. I love seeing. I listen to a lot of like American like podcasts and stuff like that, where they like gambling shows where they talk about European soccer. They're fucking yeah. terrible with these names, man. Like it's amazing. Yeah. I Bayern, mean, we put we Krasnodar. we butcher them often too. We we're not the greatest. We 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 enjoy butchering names. It's kind but of well, Bruce, man. They Bruce hey, nailed it. Hey, I'm good at the old pronunciation because I'm about to smash this one. Istanbul Bersheshki Bersheshki. Uh, PSG, 2-0 to PSG. You also said Midgetland, so I'm going to have to fucking throw that at you. Uh, I didn't. I said Midgetland. No, you said Midgetland. You racist. Well, if you said Midgetland, then you're wrong because it is Midgetland. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, though. There's one I'm not going to fucking get right, and that's whoever the fuck Dynamo Kiev played. (laughs) Ferenc Varos, yeah? Ferenc Varos. Ferenc Varos. We've been through this. Ferenc, Ferenc, we, we, yeah, we spoke about this last week. Thanks. Yeah. Your Hungarian friend. My Hungarian friend, little Chrissy. Ferenc Varos. That's what they're called. Americans love that name. They cannot fucking get it. Ferenc Kabaros oh, is what they call it. They Nugget, can't. Your boy, Saganov, playing for Dynamo Kiev as well. Saganov! <laughs> that was a with yeah? Oh well, it's Sagan's Sagan Kov actually, but Sagan Kov. Gonna call him Saganov. Sounds like something you get down at Bunnings. A Sagan Kov. Oh, I'm pretty sure he scored the penalty for Dynamo. I believe. I think he did. Or maybe. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'm a checky checky. But I think it was a two-all draw. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Got a penalty and then scored. Sagan Kov. Sagan Kov scored a penalty. Uh, and yeah, two-all draw. Ferenc Ferenc Varos. Varos. Juventus doing the big bad against Barca. What the fuck is going on there? Hey? Alvano Morata. <laughs> Alvano. Is he the first person to get a hat trick of disallowed goals? I think so. It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all offside as well, weren't they? <laughs> they were. All yeah, yeah. Rightfully yeah. taken away. <laughs> but the first hat trick of disallowed goals. Just yep. stay mm-hmm. on side, Alvaro. Does he get to keep the video screen? Like, how does that work? There's not three screenshots of him offside. Does he get the... <laughs> yeah, does he get maybe the reserve ball? Does he get the earpiece from the referee? Like, does he get... He yeah, gets he the get, flag. He gets the flag. You know, you know what he gets? He gets a scolding from the manager. Yeah. Stay on side. <laughs> stay on side. Andrea Pirlo. You're not doing the it right. Stay on side. You've got to throw the hands at him too. I just like um, Barcelona throwing shade about, you know, Credit to Juventus fans. You finally got to have the goat in your stadium. <laughs> Smoke. Beautiful work. Smoke. Uh, no love Club Bruges won. Lazio Wait, won. Club, Club Bruges won. Club Bruges. Say that again. Say that again? It is Bruges. It is Bruges. Bruges. It's Brugger. It's nah. Brugger. Well, it is Club yes, Bruges. His, his great pronunciations. He butchers the easiest one on the books. <laughs> nah. I'm, well, I'm standing with Club Bruges. Well, you're sitting... And you're wrong. 
twice. How about now? <laughs> Put the Those pants camouflage. On. <laughs> Those are my pants. fucking balls, baby. <laughs> nah, Club Brugger are doing all right in the Champions League this year, man. Club Brugger. Uh, they're not going to win it, but they'll go all right. They'll do some good things. Yeah, I really expected Lazio to get a bit of a win there, but what are well, you going to do? Lead. Lead. They, they were yeah. the outsiders and they had the lead. I don't know how they were the outsiders. They're a better squad, but Club, Bru- Club Brugger just La- set up Lazio, good. Did you just say Lazio were the outsiders? Well, they were $2 outsiders. Have these On- punters ever watched football? It's sports bet, man. They don't. Really they, they're away. So, what do you expect? Yeah, they were away. So, and Club Brugger. To still Brugge be really better good. than Club Brugger? But Club Brugger won last week. So, Club Brugger. Against what? Bokum- no, some other. No, it's Zenit. They won against Zenit. Yeah, Zenit's a better team than Lazio, in my mind. Lazio playing a better Are you league. Delusional? But... No, nah, Zenit has a bigger payroll. They've got Malcolm. Oh, they had Malcolm. Maybe they don't have Malcolm anymore. They're also a bunch of racists. Yeah. Bruce, do you support them? Comes with the territory. Hey, Marseille are also a bunch of racists. Let's just throw that out there. Didn't want to kneel yeah. for Black Lives Matters. Fuck else. Uh, mm, Say no to racism in football. You you can you can like see that a lot of with a lot of these cultures it's not a, a thing they can openly stand for as they can be tossed aside. Quite easily. France has got a, so, has got a lot of other issues. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, United, with nice. oh, yeah. Leipzig nil. Who saw this coming? No Not one. me. Not, Not me. me. Not me. That was just Leipzig. Leipzig have been good, even though they sold a lot of players. They've been really good, and this just Marcus Rashford off the bench hat trick. Like this is something. This is how United should be playing football. Yeah, but they'll come back to the league this week and just have a nil-all draw. Awesome. Yep. Harry Maguire will drag down Luke Shaw or Alex Telles or even well, he's not been, if he's dragging down Alex Telles, then Harry Maguire also has coronavirus. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he did test positive. Well, David Hare. Let's just go. He'll drag down the goalkeeper. <laughs> Don't know why he'll do it, but he'll do it. He does stupid uh, things. Dortmund <laughs> two, Zenit two. The young boy Jude Bellingham. Mr. Retired uh, squad number with the assist oh. for Erling Haaland. To get a last minute equaliser. But Zenit aren't a good football team. They're not a good football team. They had Dortmund dead to rights and fucking Erling Haaland. Just... They're not better than Lazio. Dortmund's better than Lazio. and Zenit Dortmund lost to Lazio. Beat... Oh, they did You away. fucking fool. Mm. That's a bleep on the radar. That's a bleep on the radar. Dortmund, You're though. Big win on the Zenit. Fuck you, Zenit. And <laughs> Sevilla won. Stade Ren, nil. Sevilla are looking like they're going to make it out of the group stage, and that's not what they want. No, they want that Europa League football. That's game. it. They, they don't want to go further in the Champions League. They can't win the Champions League, but they can win Europa. But good news for Rangers, because when Sevilla don't go through in the Europa League, it's all there for the Jews. I had to sweat that one out, but that was the last leg on my multi. And holy shit, I just had them to win. I had plus two goals in three other games, and I just had that to win to get it. I had to sweat it. I was just going to had to sweat it, but hey, I got it in the end. Plus five seventy units. So <laughs> he says he's behind him. Uh, we're good. 
Booth just lying back there after the hard work of reading out the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, he had a really <laughs> difficult, difficult time reading those names out. A lot of concentration. Really, really takes it out of him. Um, should we do an SPL update, split the European leagues, or should we go straight into the Europa League? Talk about Tottenham absolutely bottling it against Antwerp. No. And yeah. Royal Antwerp. <laughs> thank you. Royal Antwerp. Antwerp. Let's just go with that. No, Royal, they are winners. Right. And I, I think the biggest result for me was um, the Feyenoord getting absolutely belted, even though they were favourites to win that game. So, ah, by and, Wolfsburg. Yeah, but Not they were like a dollar German Wolfsburg, the Austrian ones. Yeah, Wolfsburger. Correct. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. So Wolfsburger. They were like a dollar forty-two chance to win that one. Never should have lost it, and they got absolutely belted at the Rotterdam Arena. Like. Not not a good not a good result. Um, anyone else got the other scores? I don't have. Oh, I have scores for our Europa League update. Thank you, Ashir. Let's go through all the scores and we'll talk about the big game. Thank you, Ashir. <laughs> Even though we've stated that that is not the Europa League theme song. Um, just going through a lot of the uh, the ones we talk about a lot. So we're going to start with the Premier League teams. Uh, you've mentioned uh, Tottenham losing to Royal Antwerp one nil, and Jose Mourinho not a happy man. Training will be at eleven a.m. tomorrow. I can be there. The plane. <laughs> Fucking be there. Uh, we're moving on. Uh, Leicester continuing their fine form with another win, uh, getting a 2-1 victory over AEK Athens. Hard for um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Celtic will go into the Scottish teams while I'm scrolling down the page. Celtic having a two-all draw with Lille. Definitely needed that. Pressure's on that. Um, Neil Lennon, the fans mm-hmm. are not happy about the way they're struggling, so they needed well, that. They've, they've got one point in the Europa League, which is not – after failing to qualify for Champions League, one point in Europe is not, not really good for them. Um, yeah, as you mentioned as well, points. the Gers getting up against uh, Lech Poznan, uh, 1-0. Nice and tight, but a win's a win. Back win is a win. Started. Six points. Um, Arsenal getting, a, getting, the, getting the bickies over Dundalk with a 3-0 victory. Took a bit and, uh, long to score, <laughs> but to they scored fair. three in the end, so that's all right with them. Yeah. And um, again, we uh, mentioned quickly in the uh, in the Champions League update as well uh, the the horrific attacks in Nice. So thoughts with uh, everyone involved in that. But um, Nice pulling themselves together and picking up a one nil win as well in the against uh, Bisheva to uh, continue their fine form in Europa League. So that's our Europa League update. Um. Some good game. It, it's it's always good to go wake up that Friday morning and watch the highlights, like every goal from the Friday yeah. morning. It's such a good video. Like the Europa League, the Scottish Premiership of European football. Don't don't sell the Scottish Premier League that short. All right, and isn't it? I'm pretty sure I was listening to a podcast the other day. They're talking about there's going to be a third European League coming in soon. Not the European thing that the. No, no, nah, nah, not that. It's going to be like a third tier European League, so below Europa League because they're. Discussing the only thing that it didn't what go ahead this season. No, <laughs> no idea what it's called, but they um, were discussing the prize money because the Champions League clubs that are there, like the big clubs, don't want anything cut out of their 80% of all UEFA budget. And Europa only gets 20% out of the budget. So they're talking about Europa is going to get cut again for this league that shouldn't even be there. It's going to be like the, the Premier League is going to have nine teams that can potentially qualify for Europe when they bring it in. COVID stopped it from coming in this season, but they're still talking about getting it in next season because it's going to be heavy on fan attendance to actually get the prize money to anywhere near where clubs would actually take it seriously. But who would, who it, the fuck would participate in it? 
Uh, I, I don't Sheffield United it, would have been there. I don't see it as worth it. Uh, it just, you know, it adds fixture congestion enough yeah. for teams that are sitting in that mid-table. Well, it, that's the it. thing they're talking about. If it does come in, it's, it could be worrying to the Carabao Cup, which is huge for lower league teams in England. If they scrap that all together, and when we've already seen how um, Jürgen Klopp feels about cup competitions, he really gives no shits at all and completely screwed over Shrewsby out of a huge purse from that replay by, you know, selling the tickets for nothing and playing nobody so they couldn't sell the tickets for much but um yeah it's worrying for that because i mean carabao cup doesn't have a huge amount of prize money it is it's more for lower league teams who get drawn against premier league and championship teams they get half the per or 55 percent of the purse going away so if they do and, bring and, in this league and their fans get to see quality footballers yeah they, the get, big to names. Go, they get to go go to big stadiums like bramall lane and um wherever nottingham forest play and the etihad city ground where, where, where we uh, decided City to... City of Manchester Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, no. no um, it's called the City of Manchester is Stadium. It back? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a huge amount of money they've lost from sponsorship and right? naming rights. Oh, no, no. Like, it's named the Eddie Had Stadium, Oh, my God. Then shut the is, fuck up. It is the City yeah. of Manchester Stadium. No, you shut know, up. It's the Eddie Had. It's the Eddie Had, yeah. It's on the side of the building. It's the Eddie Had. <laughs> Look, I don't call... Bloody Sydney Olympic Park, ANZ Stadium, or Telstra Stadium, or Aussie Stadium, or whatever its iterations that. have ever been. It's well, then, Olympic Park. You're doing Olympic these hard Park is the venue. Things. Yes, yeah. that's the venue. No, that's of, the entire like, ground. That's the stadium. Every stadium no. in it. <laughs> that's everything. But I got that Olympic information Park. from an awesome podcast that you really should all check out. Like, genuinely, a really interesting podcast called The Price of Football. Um, two blo- there's a Guy who works for Liverpool University, who's a, he's like an accounting of football. He was dubbed the Rain Man of football finance. So, yeah, he's pretty good. Um, Kieran Maguire, I believe his name. He's actually really good. It's a really good podcast. Check it out. That's where I got this information about. And, you know, the Carabao Cup potentially going under, which would really hurt lower league clubs. But um, Thank you, Adam, for passing that on to us. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Shout out Adam Ingham from Bury AFC for passing me on. It also made me really angry and even more angry at the former owner or current owner of Berry FC for the way he basically had little care for the way he treated that club and the way the AFL tried to make something happen and he's just a piece of shit and I hope he rots in hell. Allegedly. No, I'm actually, still no, alive, so... Fuck, fuck him, yeah. Absolutely fuck Stephen Dale. So, um, moving on. Booth's favourite segment of the week. Good the night. Scottish Premiership update. <laughs> As he, departs he hasn't had his dinner yet. He's saying he's going to bed, but it is only 7.30 over there. So, bit early The man bed, is mate. hungry. So we'll only talk about the real games that matter, and that is Hamilton Academical, of course. Booth's team loves, loves him. Shit pumped by Aberdeen 4-2. Um, <laughs> Not the guy. Yeah. Well done, Hamilton Academical. Actually, the real news is Rangers got another win, 2-0 over Livingston. Um, Jermaine Defoe got his 300th professional goal i guess you could say congratulations to mandifer yeah huge a massive journeyman um 300 goals is a huge effort like to be playing as long as he's been playing to score 300 goals is pretty impressive and the biggest news was aberdeen at home got a 90 plus two minute penalty to peg back celtic three all which also throws Rangers even further ahead at the top, even though Celtic have a game in hand. With that game in hand, Rangers will still be three points clear at the top. So 
It's not looking good oh, for Celtic. Yeah, Big news. Celtic, yeah, that's that's why Neil Lennon is under more pressure. It's not so much the European results. Yeah, they would have liked to be in the Champions League because of money, but it's because they lost to Rangers 2-0 in the Old Firm derby. They've now dropped points against Aberdeen. They have Aberdeen again in the Cup coming up soon, I'm pretty sure. And, um, yeah, the pressure is mounting on um, Aberdeen. Can only wish... Uh, on Celtic, sorry. Aberdeen are actually doing pretty good again. Wish nothing but the worst for Celtic. Sorry to long-term listener of the pod, uh, Robbie, Bobby Walton. He's a massive Celtic fan. Um, but, yeah, good news for Rangers. they got a massive derby coming up this week, but against Kilmarnock. Celtic have St. Mirren. If it goes ahead, St. Mirren under a bit of um, a COVID cloud. They've gotten some punishments from the, the Scottish Football League for the fact that they haven't really handled this outbreak well. They've had two postponements in a row. I think this could be a forfeit game, so Celtic will get the 3-0 win. But, yeah. Speaking of Bobby Walton... Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not all bad there. news for Bobby Walton. It's not. He did actually DM the podcast. I'll I'll read the pod the, the DM to you, and I'll let you guys react, and then I'll tell you what I, I um, sent back to him. But he says, Hey, Talking Pen Pod, long-time listener, love your work, but the show needs more is sheer. And let's get talking about Celtic. So I blocked him. That's fair. You guys, you have any issues with that? I mean, no, less moving on. talking Celtic. I mean, sorry, that's no, that's that's not how we do it here. But um, I, I mean, we, we're trying to bring, we're doing, we're giving you as much a sheer as we can. You know, that's I mean, as much man, a sheer as we can get. Yeah, I mean, the man is wanted everywhere. Like, it's hard to get him on. He's he's harder to get on. Than... It's hard to get a sheer off his Xbox. I don't think you realize this. <laughs> the people that know him completely realize this. But you know, he's harder to get on than Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We'll have a big update about that on next week's show. So that's a bit of a teaser for it's you. It's happening. We don't want to give it more away. More or less, more or away. less, more or less. Somebody that sounds like Zlatan could be coming on the show. So, but no, um, no, it's Zlatan. I've got him. <laughs> I hit I was in the DMs. It's happening. Next week's show, big, big pull for the show. Big coup. Zlatan for now, but here. you've only spoken to Zlatan once. Mino hears about this, he's not going to be happy. And we don't have the funds to pay his agent fees. No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. Zlatan's paying me to come on the Oh, show. you've got a job now. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, you can sort that out. But, um, Jared, you've got big news about our loyalist listener, Bobby Walton. Let's, let's embarrass him on the show. We will because, one, asking for more a sheer is completely and utterly ridiculous. Yeah. However. I mean, he knows a sheer. He, he yeah, I know. So I don't know why he's asking for more a sheer. You can just go see the man. You know where he lives. But. In, in other news, and yeah, we do shit talk Celtic a lot, but one thing I'm not going to shit talk is congratulations, Mr. Walton, on your engagement. We are all at the Talking Prem very proud of you. Elated for you, mate. We're all happy. Wishing you all the best. And yes, we will attend the wedding. Yes, Booth will be a bridesmaid. And yes, Jamie will sing. Thank you. I was actually thinking about this. I was thinking live show from the wedding. Yeah, I'd be... Hopefully, I can attend not via Zoom. Yes. Yeah. You are a bridesmaid. You can't be a bridesmaid via Zoom because no one's carrying a laptop down the aisle. But, you know, I'm just thinking us in a little table at the back corner of the reception, live show. We'll get the bride and groom on, obviously. Big fans of the show. This will be better than the Samurai episode of that Peter Crouch podcast. It'll be definitely better than Crouchella, Crouchfest, whatever they want to call it. But. Uh, obviously, we are all massive listeners of the Peter Crouch, that Peter Crouch podcast. And yeah, it'll be our Samrat live it from will be our Samrat. loyal listener, Bobby Walton's wedding. I can't think of anything else. Robbie, if you like the idea, hit us up. I can't see why you're 
Hit us up individually because you have been blocked by the talking pren, whoever runs yeah, that uh, that site. I'm not yeah. sure. We cannot confirm you'll... nor deny who is who is the uh, media manager of that of the talking pren podcast. Uh, it, it's Jamie. Happen. <laughs> the man he wants to hear more of is Shears. I'm not going to say who who runs it, but no one no I'll one tries to limit our free speech on this. It's show. Jamie. Uh, I mean, you guys are more than welcome to do stuff on the page if you want. Like, just have the Twitter. Like, it's Jamie. I'll put I'll put my nuts on the the Instagram. God help me. Well, someone can take the Instagram if they want it because I just can't handle it. So I just have no interest in doing it at all. So I only DM superstars like Nick Nick Montgomery and. Adebayo, Akin Fenwar, and soon to be free, hashtag free Matty D, Matt Derbyshire. He liked our post about getting him on the show. He did like so our post. I'm going to slide into his DMs and hopefully we'll have him on the show in the near future because he's got a really good career. And also, and- also maybe thrown out there, maybe shout out to our Estonian listener. We know yes. you're there. We know you're there, Henry. We know you're listening. Frantically checking the Instagram to figure out what his name is. <laughs> Professional yes, footballer, we know that. Yeah. We know you're there. Yeah. We know you're listening. A minute. There's Real Akin Fenwar, Jimmy Bullard. Okay, he hasn't put anything up recently. No, he's had a he had his story up the other day. I was watching him train. That sounds really weird. Um, oh, wait, we only have 41 followers and he'd be recent. So, yes, shout out to Henry Anier. Henry Anier. Henry Our Anier, Estonian yeah. professional listener. Really loving your work, mate. Big ups to what you've done in the Scottish Premier League. So that's it's exactly why you're listening. But um, look, really loving your work. Good luck for the season. Give us a shout out if you ever need. Hit us up on the DMs. But uh, boys, we're getting places. Fuck you, Jiff and Gem, and your Tunisian listener or Tanzanian or whatever it is. I mean, we I'm have Tanzanian. an Estonian. I'm we have an Estonian. Tanzanian is better. I wouldn't say we have an Estonian listener. We have an Estonian fan. <laughs> we have a Singaporean and a Canadian. Shout out BA, Barstool Advisor, who listens to the show. I think he's still listening there. But shout out to all our UK fans that have jumped on board since the Berry Show. Like it was to and fro with you guys in the US audience, but you guys are dominating them now. 25% of our audience is you guys. So massive shout out. I actually really want to get over there sometime soon to watch a heap of lower league games, including Berry AFC, obviously. But it'd be good to take the show over there, boys, and do an arm. Um, do a live show. I'm also thinking if we're still doing this at the Talking American, Canada, Tour. Mexico World Cup, we should do a live show for the World Cup in 2026, I think it is. USA, Canada, Mexico. Cancun Beach, Talking Friend Podcast. Should have more or less should have been guitar. Australia. I'm not going to Qatar. Not a chance in hell. No, I'm out. <laughs> you can't drink. Hey, come on, man. Uh, she make well, good you, points. you can drink in the stadium only. Yeah, but what about pre-drinks? What am I supposed can't. to do? You can drink in your hotel room. Yeah, but well, we can do a show. It's a pub. No, we're going. We're going to. We're going to America. What's a we're pub in Qatar? There isn't. Like it's your, your mini bar, basically. Now, America twenty twenty six. We have to keep going. It's going to be episode four thousand. But no, well, not four thousand. But a lot. It'll be in the thousands by then. We'll definitely be of age. And um, yeah, I'm already taking my two sons over with me, so I'm really excited for that. And nice. That's huh? us with sons, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I know, know that your brother's your brother's already he hit me up about going as soon as it got announced. I think you're in on that as well. So, yeah, I reckon what better? Let's take the kit. Let's take all of our expensive equipment over with us and do a show live from My the World Cup. Son. <laughs> but definitely, I think we 
hundred percent have to go over to the UK and do a yeah, live when, show. Uh, when this, uh, this whole uh, pandemic uh, kind yeah. of settles itself down, and we just all come to the agreement that it is just going to be the flu, or then we need to manage it. But yeah, yeah. so fans but um, back in the stadiums, fans in the stadiums talking prem on English shores. Let's get yes. around it. Live show Make from Barry. You know the worst part about it. The state of Australia right now, we could probably take this show to England and it will be the first time that all three of us will be together because yeah. we still won't see Booth for another three years. Because, yeah, the border restrictions from WA to Sydney are more more severe than the border restrictions from Australia to the UK. Hey, so. hey, you obviously didn't hear the news today that our borders are opening to every state except New South Wales and Victoria. Yeah, thanks. Shocked. I mean, what a- we're not that bad, all right? It's just that shitty area southwest of Sydney that's got all the problems at the moment. So, yeah, I'm a Parramatta. Yeah, that was, that was infected by dirty Mexicans. Yeah, absolutely. And by Mexicans, we mean <laughs> Victorians because they're south. Yeah, sorry, sorry to our American and Mexican listeners. Um, yeah, us in New South Wales, we call uh, Victorians, who is a, the state below us, Mexicans, because they are south of the border. And we call the people from Queensland. Well, we Two just boys. really don't give a shit about them. So no one cares. they're kind of irrelevant. Yeah, no one cares about them. Much like you and Boring. Canadians. Sorry, B.A. Eh? Yeah. Piss beer, like the worst beer. Carton dry all day, every day. Hey, um, I think Canadian I club, though. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Canada, for your whiskies. Thank you, B.A. And for Crystal Head Vodka. Thank you, Canada. Hey, just, just quickly, boys. I've got a quick joke for you. Uh, oh, is this going to be? I'm just going to take a timestamp. Just be, no, wait, just be ready to fucking end the broadcast now. Fifty-seven nah, thirty nah. on the Leaf Studio. <laughs> where does Justin Bieber go on his birthday? I'm just going to end it right there. Um, to a Canadian <laughs> club. Hey, this will one. be his last appearance on the show. Yeah, um, fuck it. <laughs> say your final goodbye. You hopeless Welcome back sack of shit. Full time to the show. At least we can all do it together then. But no, Sugma. I mean, this has been a fun show. To be fair, I mean, it, it hasn't gone off on a, it's gone off on a few tangents, but that's that just comes to every fucking podcast just, we do. But at least it's not. Bye. It's not. We're not saying a goodbyes yet. We've still got minutes. Minutes. Yeah, I mean, we, we can keep it to under an hour. I'll, like. I'll fucking I'll drag this on if I fucking have to. I mean, my mouth and is you fucking on know I will. It's on the end broadcast. Oh, you want to give us a quick Nottingham Forest update? I know they play a game tonight, so or tomorrow morning. We played. Play wah, wah. Oh, really? <laughs> we had a one-all draw with Luton, who are close to the top of the table. We have not lost the game since our new gaffer has come in. We have what? only won one game, but we are starting to score goals. So, starting to get the cogs turning to uh, get this squad back in uh, back in fighting form. Um, yeah, I, was, I was thinking about Sunday morning. Easy win against Middlesbrough in Luton. Mm, yes, very good. Oh, anyway. and shout out Wickham. They got a point. Wickham Wanderers. <laughs> and Akin Fenway played his first championship game. So massive credit to him. Loyal listener to the show. We love you. We love you. Beast mode. Beast. And, um, Hashtag yeah. beast mode. Yeah. We look Hashtag, forward to yeah, absolutely beast mode. But um, again, free thank you as, as <laughs> free Matty D. Hashtag free Matty D. Uh, as Jamie said, thank you all to our new listeners over in the UK. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for keeping us going. Sorry for being clowns, but you obviously seem to enjoy it. So we're going to keep doing it. Uh, hit us up on the socials, the Talking Pred podcast. Uh, hit us at Twitter. Uh, th- I'm, again, I'm not going to say who who runs these accounts, but um, it's not all of us involved. Please don't get angry when something when they post something stupid. 
It's just Jamie. It's just Jamie. Me and she had a good talk. Don't drag a shear in. Stop trying to use a shear. Bad football opinions, Jamie. I mean, I just like stuff and retweet stuff now, all right? And, you know, I'll, I'll retweet A-League memes and things like that because, you know, uh, Matilda Legend, Hayley Rasso had some shit stolen from her house, which is a dog act. Fuck you, whoever did it. Um, so, you know, just, you know, trying to be a nice guy on Twitter and Facebook. Um, speaking of Matilda, I was going to shout out to, um, just quickly voice up, uh, a lot of the uh, Australian uh, women starting to play a lot more in uh, the European competitions overseas. We know we have uh, a few young Matildas and an uh, up-and-coming uh, Wanderers centre back that wants to uh, try and fight for that Matilda spot. So uh, Alex, you're doing well in Napoli. Keep up the good work. And um, again, all the uh, all the other girls for the Matildas because the Socceroos aren't good. So we'll, yeah. we'll go back to Matildas um, again. Yeah, hit us up on the socials. Talking Prem podcast. Uh, thanks all for listening. Uh, fuck you, Booth. Make sure you check out the YouTube Tip Show. Bye. Bye. Fire. Back. Uh, hashtag. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on. Yeah. Choking on my own rage. You'll choke on something else soon, I swear to God. Up the blades. Two inches, baby.